Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. So here we go, another relationship episode, but an elevated one, apparently. Yes, I think, I hope so. What? (laughs) So can I, I mean, I kind of just want to start with catching everyone up on all the seasons and everything we've spoken to about relationships in a very, very short summary. Okay. And the reason why I'm doing it is only because it's clearly an obsession of mine and not in terms of uh, needing to find someone or anything else like that, but in terms of I'm fascinated by relationship. I have been since I was a kid. I've worked in it. I've managed, you know, like I've been in hopefully some, many toxic ones. And this work has really helped me understand love and relationships in Mm -hmm. a way that I never did before and has really elevated my relationships themselves Mm -hmm. and changed how I view love and changed how I receive love and give love. And definitely now I feel like my experience of love is entirely different because of what we've spoken about and written about. Yeah. So today I just want to very quickly start with just banging out some of these big points so everyone's all caught up. Now, the first one... The audio PowerPoint. The audio PowerPoint, (laughs) exactly. So the first one is obviously very simply, love is not... uh, The way we look at love in our society is super fucking fucked up. And I can't put enough swear words in there. You know, it's all about, can you save me? I'm broken or you will make me whole. Two halves make a whole. You're my twin flame. When I have heartbreak and pain, it's because the love is so strong. We've associated love and pain to such a degree that we've made love also the antidote to that pain as well Mm -hmm. and it has created these really unhealthy dynamics yeah and on top of that you then layer these like weird gendered roles that we we, that we play in and as much as we say we don't want to play in them and that they don't necessarily exist because the way gender is falling down around us they still have whether or not it's gendered anymore it still exists Mm -hmm. right where it's one person chasing, one person chased. You manipulate, you play games. You have to show as if you've got so many people on the go. You know, everything's about hiding your true feelings, presenting a version of yourself that is palatable, using that version to then trap someone and then maybe show them the real the real side afterwards. You know, it just gets <laughs> That's really... one of my faves, actually. Oh my God, like, I, was... I don't know why they ran away. <laughs> Well, because, because they, they <laughs> when, weren't dating Why did you. things start to devolve? I thought we were getting along and you're like, well... You know, and at the end of the day, but that's it, right? Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we keep trying to find someone to match the person we think we should be mm-hmm. rather than the person we are. And it's the someone that we think they should be. Yeah. Not who they even exactly. are, right? So you've got two illusions dating each other and at some point, one side of one illusion will slip. Well, the shit gets real. Yeah. And then right. everyone's like, then it becomes an endurance test of we managed to stay together despite that. It's, and called, so let's, it's called super compromise. I know. And then <laughs> and then also like at the end of it, we're like, oh, we're so happy. You know, let's celebrate our 50th anniversary, wedding anniversary. We've managed to create the illusion, break the illusion and recreate the illusion enough times. And mm-hmm. now I'm not dismissing the fact that people are in love. I've been in love in many a toxic situation and a non-toxic situation. <laughs> and it is so powerful and is so yummy and it is beyond the best. Mm-hmm. I love it. But the thing is, is that no one can make us whole. No one can make make, us happy. No one can. And if we look at it, and, you know, I'm sure there'll be some people who will instinctively want to disagree with me. But let me tell you this much. Someone may be able to move your mood a little bit 
now and again. Mm-hmm. But fundamentally, whatever issues you're running away from will not be solved by another person being in your life. Mm-hmm. They will only be exacerbated. Or the issues that you thought you fixed, but really had just managed to bury or suppress enough yeah. or deal with just enough, but not entirely. Which is why relationships are so amazing for our healing and our growth and mm-hmm. coming into that wholeness for ourselves. Yeah. Because... I mean, that's really been the most instrumental method for most of us. Yeah. has just been some kind of romantic relationship. Because actually you get, first of all, your issues are mirrored back to you. Mm-hmm. So you get to actually see what they are. Yeah. And they're heart opening. So they help us, they allow us to, in spiritual speak, they allow us to access our emotional bodies because we're so open. Yeah. Right. Which is why when you used to talk about in even season one, which I guess this makes sense in terms of what we're talking about today in this whole season is when our hearts are broken open Mm -hmm. by the days, by Mm -hmm. the heartbreaks, all that stuff, what actually happens is all those emotions that we've been storing and putting to the side and pretending don't exist, they all come out. Mm-hmm. And that's the opportunity for us to be able to deal with them, process them, move through them mm-hmm. so that we can let all the other emotions, that the yummy ones, the fun ones, all the ones that we want to be experiencing, we can then access them. Yeah. Because our emotional bodies aren't so stilted and corked up. Mm-hmm get the gas out and then the liquid's still underneath mm-hmm. that yeah. makes sense and then eventually we can be in flow with our emotions just yeah. building on your your water theme yeah. uh, your water metaphor and then once we're in flow is when we can then enter into harmony with ourselves yes because that's the thing like i mean even when i was in my most toxic relationships and doing all the swiping and doing all the pretending and doing all the checklisting all the things that we all do right yeah and to be honest doing all the settling I always felt that something was amiss. And I remember at one point just turning to you and being like, Liz, what is the point of fucking dating? It feels like you go on a phone to literally swipe left and right Mm -hmm. to say, I'm going to choose someone who's going to be more important than everyone in my life, including me. (laughs) What are we doing? This makes no sense to me. And it doesn't. Like, there's definitely. I was going to say, did I have an answer then? Or no, I was just, was I just listening? I think, was I just your sounding I think, board? I think you were just like, growth and evolution, babe. But like. <laughs> just find your peace within. But, you know, it was always that there is something amiss about it. And the thing is, is that we've spoken in previous episodes now in this season, but it it's not working anymore. It's not working. The manipulation, the games, the lack of humility and honesty, mm-hmm. the illusions the ego games all that crap yeah they're they're not working anymore for some reason well we know the reason but for many people it's just like it seems to be affirming the idea that they won't find someone rather than making it clear that how they're going about it i.e not finding themselves first Mm -hmm. isn't going to work and what i mean finding yourselves first caveat huge caveat i am not saying go to a fucking mountaintop and figure out who you are or even work on all your issues and then go find someone this is not what i'm saying at all so what are you saying i am saying yeah how does one find themselves like what is the i mean aside what we talk about like the karmic undoing process or just saying yes and just going for it and courage okay that is it yeah turn up as yourself yeah as you know yourself to be and then just go from there just go from there yeah because whoever you're going to meet it's hard for us to imagine that you can meet someone who will like us as we are. 
Well, oh my so gosh. Even friends. If we t- if this is the season of what if it never happened, we mm. don't have our karma telling us we're not good enough. Yeah. No. We maybe have our insecurities. We maybe have our doubts. Mm-hmm. We maybe have separation, which tells us there's a right and wrong and all that. Yeah. So really all we need is honesty and mm-hmm. this is who I am and courage to show it. Yeah. Knowing, owning and expressing, right? <laughs> it's the same th- three things that I guess now I've said, I can't believe I've said again, but it's the knowing who you are, owning it and expressing it. Oh my God, I really didn't think that that was going to be the episode that would like imprint upon you. <laughs> I know, but that's the answer to most of these questions, right? Oh, true. That's how we do it. Yeah. And the thing is, is that at the moment that we keep playing in these dating rituals, mm-hmm. like who's when are we going to go on the first date? How quickly are we going to kiss? How quickly are we going to have sex? Who's going to show what? Oh, it's third date territory. Now we must talk about uh, our relationships. This is what intimacy looks like. This is what connection looks yeah. like. This is what sex looks like. We've got so many. What about chemistry? Roles. Don't forget the. Oh, but if I'm oh, not feeling spa. <laughs> you know, well, spark. I mean, look, is chemistry of- possible after four dates? <laughs> I don't <No>. know. <laughs> I'm like, I think you can answer that for yourself. At the end of the day, we all know deep down in our hearts whether or not we can do see ourselves for longer or shorter with one person, yeah. with this person. If we could force with. it or fake it. Exactly. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, sometimes we feel like there's something still there. And so we stay because maybe their lesson isn't finished. Maybe there's something still there and we have to honor that. Mm-hmm. Again, honesty and courage. Who are you? How do you feel? And can you? Act accordingly and mm-hmm. be accordingly. Mm-hmm. Like for me, that's a game changer because how the fuck are you going to connect anyone when you're not connected to yourself? Mm. And that's what I mean. It's not about like find yourself as in like this is my best self and I have to pass tests and I have to, you know, go do ayahuasca for six months and I kind of come back. I've now. Oh my God, myself. if you do it for six months, dear God, help yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're freaking me out there. Yeah. But you know what I mean? No, like, I totally it's, it's know. Just, you, you finding don't, yourself as in just find your own voice. You don't need which to you already ret- have. Yeah. You don't need a retreat in Costa Rica to tell you that. No, you're perfect as you are. We all know we're always going to get better Mm -hmm. and grow and become funnier and funner and Mm -hmm. more experienced and all this stuff. But we're actually, by not actually turning up as ourselves in the first place, we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to grow into the best version of ourselves. We're giving ourselves the opportunity to learn more ways in which to manipulate another person. Mm -hmm. Because that's the other issue with all this manipulation bullshit. Yeah. Is that if you start dating from a place of like, I'm going to be this person who's kind of me, but... A version. A version of me. Okay. A version of me, which, you know, there's a disconnect. <laughs> Palatable version you know, of and me. And when I'm going on dates or whatever, I'm going to be focused on being like the funniest person or the sexiest person. Or I've been told, a bit like what Ricardo said on your first date. You know, he read that book about asking questions more and you were like, who the fuck am I dating? Because they're not even talking to me about themselves, right? Yeah. <laughs> we come in with ideas of like implementing things, right? Mm-hmm. And then what happens is, and let's say it works. For whatever yeah. reason, mm-hmm. even though maybe you think it works, but it didn't. The person just liked you, right? Yeah. Felt your energy. Was nice. Yeah. At some point, if things start going sideways, your natural inclination would then be to start gaming again, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to disappear for a bit. I'm going to say this. I'm mm-hmm. going to make them feel jealous. I'm going to make them realize that maybe I have other options. And then you basically start building in this lack of integrity. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that every single time you make a move in that lack of integrity, but then continue in that way, it removes the integrity from the relationship to the point it stops being a relationship with you in it. Mm-hmm. And it gets really dangerous if you're wanting connection and growth and partnership. Let's be honest, a partner is just someone who knows you and stands by you mm-hmm. and you work together yeah you know it's not someone who's chosen you because you're so great a relationship that is absent of connection isn't a relationship at mm. all and there can be 
different kinds of connections, right? As we've mm-hmm. discussed in the, with the bodies, like you might have a relationship that's more about physical connection. You might mm-hmm. have a relationship that's more mental or emotional. And we've talked about how healthy a physical connection, like a relationship based on physical connection can be. Very. And can be maintained with an integrity in those are previous episodes. The other thing I would add is that even though you may think, oh, I'm different, so my relationships will be different too. Yeah. When we continue to play in these... Like old paradigms? False, well, yeah, or... these, are these like falsehoods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then how can it be different? Because even if you're the most different person in the world, if you're still acting in the same way, yeah. how is it different? How will the outcomes will be different? They won't be. The only times true connection can happen is when the walls are lowered. Oh, and no I know it's hard. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing. Like, you know, and that's why this is the if it never happened rather than the karmic ones, because I understand that the main barrier is I'm not good enough. Oh, absolutely. So without that, this should be possible. Yeah. Well, ideally, yeah. yeah. So in order to for it to be different, it really isn't easy for a lot of people, especially those who've had enough experience in the dating realm to suddenly like to change course. It's impossible. It is, yeah. It is. Well, I'm going to say it's Sorry. impossible. <laughs> I'm exaggerating today as well. <laughs> it so feels, it's, it feels impossible. It, 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 it can baby feel. steps is the way you yeah. have to do it. Right? Because a oh, complete 180 in our approach, especially if we've been sitting in our insecurities and self-doubts, not necessarily karma, obviously this is not the non-karma season, but it takes, as you said, it takes some experience to sort of normalize things. Experience um, makes normal. Absolutely. And um, in case people don't know, because I say that quite a lot, it's just that the more you do something that's different, the more normal it becomes. Precisely. You know, and people talk about it like habit breaking and things like that. But effectively, it's why everything's so natural yeah. in growth and evolution. Yeah. Because the first time you do something, it could feel really strange, right? Mm-hmm. But the more you do it, the more normal it becomes. Yeah. That's one side of it. The other side of it is that we naturally grow when it feels right to us so that it feels it's not it's not so shocking it's no. not so dramatic it's not like my life changed overnight it's almost sometimes that you look back and you're like wow so much has happened in a month and a half but it feels so natural to have gotten here absolutely and that's what experience makes normal also yeah. means on the flip side of and, that and the key word to that is feels because you keep using the word feels in that because mm. we can break any habit if our minds are telling us and justifying and explaining and mm. giving you know 10 reasons why it's the best thing for us mm. and yet that habit isn't going to go away until we have our emotional body invested in it. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so everything does need to feel like it's possible. And that's why the harmony, we talk about harmony and oneness is so important because that's where actual change can happen. Yeah. All your bodies have to be on board. But how do we, from a spiritual perspective, how can we look at that shift? And maybe, well, there's, how do we shift? I mean, I just, I wish I could say it in a, well, it's just going to be sad. I, was like, I wish I could say it in a better way, but I feel like I'm just going to be really direct about it is we really need to accept that life as we know it can no longer continue. The games don't work and just accept it. So stop trying to make them work. Exactly. Quit trying to reinvent it as yeah. if like you following the rules, but telling yourself that these are your rules or amending them and saying, well, they're kind of rules, but not really. It's mm. like, well, then just... Say, fuck the rules. How about that? Yeah. Just, right? Yeah, because okay. the more we keep trying to redefine everything, the more we just keep bringing all the issues that gave rise to those rules in the first place, mm. we just keep them alive. Because effectively, the rules are basically one person. I mean, in my head, they started because there was one person out there who knew they were good enough, who had no doubts and insecurities and just behaved in a way. And then all these other people looked and go, let's write down what they're doing and emulate it. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically, I feel like what the, so actually the bit they should have been emulating was 
I feel good enough and I'm just going to do what feels right to me. Mm -hmm. But actually what they ended up emulating was this is how this person this is this is <laughs> the formula. Yeah. This is the winning formula. And it's not. It doesn't right? work. To win at the game. Otherwise, there'd be no, <laughs> everyone would be in very happy relationships and they'd be very easy. We wouldn't have to learn a thing from them. Right. We just have to, it'd be like switching on a computer. Pretty much. So say we're just trying to reinvent something or we're yeah. trying to force sort of like some old practices, but just sort of slapping a new label on it. Yeah. Like I'm still waiting for the Mars and Venus thing to resurface at some yeah, point, yeah, which yeah. I'm sure like it, in some weird way it oh, has. Well, men are from Mars retrograde, maybe. Yeah, yeah exactly. From the Venus one. <laughs> exactly. Maybe just the focus on astrology lately has just kind of like replaced that. But the more we try to make everything work, the greater the polarity backlash will experience. What do you mean by that? Because if something really runs counter to consciousness... Anything that's not going to support our evolution is just going to get highlighted in this energy. Okay. What so do you mean this energy? The energy that's pulling us to be in more in integrity, right? Because right now everything's falling apart. Mm. There's really no energy to support separation mm. anymore, right? It left we, in 2016? It started to, well, I mean, it's been falling apart for a while, but now we're really at, an, at a time where the more we try to move in separation, the ickier we feel. Yeah. Right? the less good we feel. And so yeah. we just keep having to sit in our like, I don't feel good stage, mm. right? Which and runs so, counter to love, right? And relationships. Right. And I don't mean this in a good enough story. I'm just saying that in general, the less we are, we don't feel our well. genuine selves, the more we can sense it, right? Mm. Like, ooh, like you kind of almost get that instant, like, mm. that's what I mean is the more we try, I mean, we can keep trying all we want, the worse we're going to feel, no, and that, that's not a threat. No, no, it just it's makes just sense. A, it's because just, actually, yeah. if you're going into romance and relationships to try and find someone, right, you're either coming at it from two places. One, a genuine desire for partnership. Mm -hmm. And two... And connection. And, sorry, a genuine desire for partnership and connection. Or two, I want someone to fix me. Oh, I'm so lonely, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, But if you're continuing to play in the games and they're not working which they won't for very long, Nothing and I could write well. essays on that, then all you're going to end up doing is watching that same thing come back to you again and again. It's not going to mm -hmm. work. You're going to feel sadder and sadder and sadder. Mm -hmm. And so at the same time, you end up creating these links again between love, you, shit, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's why also the backlash, it isn't just like an energetic boomerang. It's just the more you play in it, the more you're going to hurt yourself mm -hmm. effectively. Yeah. But again... And I know this is the what if it never happened, but there is a point to this fuck this, yeah. which is you've done something so many times, you don't want to do it again. Mm -hmm. So if you're not sure and you still want to, and you end up falling back on it, just pay attention. Precisely. If something isn't feeling right to you, maybe take a step back and evaluate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's not about simple. the, we're not talking about the huge, the, the relationship, we're talking about your actions within it, because Precisely. that's the other thing. I used to always think like, oh, I did this one thing wrong so therefore the whole relationship is doomed i better go find someone else but actually the more i've come to understand is that a little bit of honesty and a little bit of courage and a little bit of love goes a long fucking way mm. but desire for partnership is in fate anyway isn't it? Mm -mm. it it is in our fate but not the desire bit it's just the partnership itself you know so when we're thinking about it in the larger context right R relationship and where it all fits in within our sort of fate tapestry mm. and fate is effectively all the possible because i know we haven't really spoken mm. about it in the season fate is effectively all the possibilities right that are written for us yeah that we can enjoy Precisely. So if we start behaving in a way in which we're running counter to our fate, which really looks like we're acting out of integrity. Because well, effectively, when you're acting out of integrity, you are running counter to your fate. Yeah. 
That's really what that means. Then what happens? We risk falling off of our fate line. And that's not a threat. That's not a, ooh, danger, watch out. I mean, this isn't meant to instill, you know, worry or concern. It's more the the less you are yourself, the less of your fate lines you can realize. It's very simple. But again, it might be part of your fate to have an experience to learn that. No. That would be in your karma. This is really, but I need, I know I really, how can I say this? It's like. I think I understand. I want this so badly, but I'm ignoring everything that is in my being that's telling me this is the way to do it because I'm just copying everybody else outside of me. Mm. Yeah. And And I want this so badly I'm making the other person an object. The idea of the other. It's not even Mm. the other person. It could just be the idea of the other. And I'm I'm operating within this other world. Mm. And it's forcing me to live outside of my fate. And it's also also forcing me to live outside of my joy, right? Well, yeah. I mean, that's a joyless. I mean, that's a joyless practice to begin with. And so when when we're operating from that. So say we're operating against our fate. Right. We're not accepting that, you know, this person, you know, whoever I'm meant to be with is going to is going to cross my path at some Mm. point, because I know that the more I'm moving along in my fate, as in in your words, I'm following my heart. I'm doing what I feel really called to do. I know that there is joy possible. Right. Like when we're on that Mm. and experiencing our fate from that level, which is what ideally Mm. we would be and how we'd be living our lives without, you know, Mm. absent of karma. And feeling good enough and God enough and everything. We're living our purpose. Yeah? When we're in our fate. And purpose will always supersede relationship. So what that means is, and this is kind of goes back to, these are the these are the things that we come to accept, right? Like when we're living in our fates, purpose supersedes relationship. Because if we're not living our purpose, our relationship becomes the thing that runs counter to it. So it's not... Our purpose is more important than relationships in the old sense of we've got to work really hard and if our relationship suffers, so be it. Right. It's no, just, it's not that at all. Unless we're in our purpose, our relationships will suffer because we're not bringing the joy and our full light to it. Part of it. Yeah, that's part of it. But then, but because also then we risk two things. One, we're making that relationship our purpose. Mm, which puts right? too much pressure on it picks a ton of pressure and also then sucks a lot of the life out of it mm. because we're not our own source of joy. No, the connection so, between the two people yes. are. which will eventually become depleted. Because it's not like it's a cycle, like I put joy in and then I take joy out. I put joy in, I take joy out. It's, yeah. I'm just taking joy out. Right, because I'm not sourcing. No, I'm no. not sourcing. I'm not putting joy in because right. I'm not finding joy outside of it. Right. Like pure joy, true joy. Exactly. Exactly. So... I feel like there was another reason, but as you might sort of see like sort of purpose breeding joy, right? Or as a way to tap into joy, it's also power. Okay. Yeah. Power is actually, we wouldn't say it's more important than the joy, but it's important enough that one cannot exist without the other. But the power we would say is maybe an ounce more important, if Mm. you will, right? Because that power is what breeds the knowing, the owning, the expressing. Because it's I know who I am. Mm-hmm. Because I I know what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, exactly. They, and it's not about using your work to define you. That's not at all. But no. I am so amazing. I created this amazing thing. Whether it's like, I don't know, like a wooden figurine or a song <laughs> or just a moment. Mm-hmm. 
right? And it's that knowing, yeah. it's that power of I actually can do these things for myself mm-hmm. to create these things. And the thing is, is that like, that's why I want to like debunk some of this stuff because when people say, oh, know yourself or power, again, they go, they, in their head, you naturally want to go to games. You naturally mm-hmm. want to go to those yeah. places. In spiritual speak, it is saying that I am sourced and I am sourcing. Because we are our own source. Yes. And until we can figure that out, we can't source a relationship. Yeah. Because and it's not our job can... to source the relationship entirely. No. It does take, it takes the people in the relationship, right? But is there someone for everyone? Yes. Yes. I'm going to say that till I'm blue in the face and yeah. until I die, because I can say that in this lifetime. Yeah. Okay. Go on. <laughs> yes. Give me Unequivocally. More than that. I feel like, no, but I know we said this in a previous episode, but I'm going to say it again because it actually feels good to say it, which is yes, because we still need it. In, in, in terms of our survival as a human species, partnership and relationship and connection is key. We just don't need it in the way that we used to, which is why we're having to untangle all the toxic stuff that was informed by separation yeah. in order to come into partnership yeah. in the more elevated or you know healthy way in which we can connect as two beings, two divine beings, yeah. or as you might say, joyful beings yeah. who can then just fuck each other's brains out and be happy. How do we get that partner then? For the people listening going, okay, go on. Very simply, it's power. So the more power we have, and by that we mean the more you're exercising your capacity to make all the choices in your life, right? From a place where you don't give a shit about the consequences. Oh, like I told you earlier, I just don't care anymore. No, you just just don't care anymore. I'm just going to throw everything out there and do whatever the fuck I want and like whatever fucking lands, lands, but I'm done doing anything else. Which is a consequence. Well, a couple things, right? Detachment. Yeah. Okay. That's really important. And that comes with freedom. And those are two things, really critical things that most people aren't capable of. Because of separation. Because of separation, because they've just lived too long with a message that if you do that, you're going to fail. Yeah, but better to fail on your own terms than succeed on someone else's. It's easy to say that. No, I'm just, I'm, yeah. just, I'm not saying yeah, it's, it's true. true. I'm just saying that's, you know. Yeah. But the other thing is also, and this is the one thing that I kind of came to, mm-hmm. is that we spend so much of our time acting in prescribed ways and waiting for the result. Right. right. We don't move until someone else tells us it's safe to move or mm-hmm. someone tells us it's our turn to move. Yeah. We don't do things that look different from everyone else because mm-hmm. we assume that it won't work. Mm-hmm. We assume that everyone's tried everything and these are the ways that work and these are the ways that don't. I mean, the way we deify governments, the way we deify everything mm-hmm. in order for us to feel like someone out there knows better than us mm-hmm. because we can't see everything. Well, that makes we'll us just wait for them. Makes right? us good citizens. But it also just, it, yes, it makes us powerless, but, but in other ways we could feel like we're choosing and moving forward. I think for me, the big thing wasn't even the freedom or the detachment, maybe all those things were already there, but for me, the big thing was, fuck this, I'm done waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if I just experienced like bomb blast after bomb blast from like where mm-hmm. I've been chucking my energy out there. Yeah. Better than just sitting and being like, the right holiday will fall in my lap. Mm. The right person will come and help me do X or Y. Yes, they will, but I have to show some will. I have to be show clarity. I have to show some determination. Mm-hmm. I have to make some choices in that now I'm going to do this and I'm going to use my magic or my will or my energy to mm. make it happen. Yeah. And I will be clear enough in that that it will happen. Yeah. 
but it might not look the way I think it's going to look. It might not turn out the way it's going to look. The journey might not look like it's going to Which is, that is detachment. Okay, fine. That makes yeah. sense. But when you're not I'm attached done. to the outcome. Yeah. It, I have to start moving. I need to create that momentum. That momentum has yeah. to come from me. And create something. Exactly. And when we can create what we're creating effectively is just everything we desire and fun. And remember, because fun is what sources our joy. So when we're feeling a bit depleted, when we're kind of wondering where to go next, when we're sort of in this phase of like in these transition periods, which we're coming and we'll continue to experience through 2026, if we start to feel a little lost, just go have fun. And that's the thing. Why am I here if not to have fun? Why, I mean. why am I not here? Why am I here if not to have like the best time ever? Like we've all been bought this lie that we're here to suffer, repent for it, and then maybe go somewhere fun afterwards. We're here. We might as well have fun here. Well, honestly, if we're not, then there really is no point. Because I'll tell you, being in body can be a little sucky. I mean, we really suffer through so many maladies and discomforts Mm -hmm. that I'm like... And that was another episode I think we had this season where, you know, the human body is just... It's funny. Yeah. It's just funny. And you just think about everything we go through to be in body. But does that all help with the relationship stuff? Because It does. I mean, yeah, I I didn't mean to seem like we're we're having to segue. No, I just got into it, but I was just wondering... Yeah, because if relationship, if, so, okay, fun, as we said, is like one of the fundamentals. Fundamental. Exactly. Oh <laughs> we we wouldn't hyphenate that, Okay, though. I just wanted to double check. And we wouldn't italicize Okay, I just want to double check. <laughs> it's just more of a pun. Exactly. They love their puns, but fun is one of the fundamental features of 5D, right? Mm. So if fun is not making up part of the foundation of your relationship, then what's the fucking point? Yeah, well, it's not going to be survival and games and manipulation <sighs> as we've discussed for maybe yeah. the past like thirty minutes. So yeah, because actually the truth is we don't have we have nothing to lose. No, like relationships have been sucky, and even the great ones, you know, yes, they have sucky moments in them, but like they've always been sourced from this like really strange place of survival need. and evolution and yeah. need and rules. Yeah. We've created these things which trap us in not allowing us to evolve and be free mm-hmm. instead of being these things which actually fuel that freedom and fuel that evolution. And instead of hesitating to be ourselves, to lose the other person, wouldn't it be better to be ourselves and have the other person cheer us along yeah. to keep moving forward? Or find someone who would. Yes, that's what If I mean. it's not that person, yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean. we could just also, move on. <laughs> but it's not even that, it's not, mm. because also sometimes I wonder how many people have the potential for that, mm. but also are so mired in the rules and the responsibilities that they perceive they have, that they're not able to actually be that. Yeah. And instead they go for their outlets of, I'm just going to get wasted on a Saturday, or I'm just going to go play golf to get away from the wife or whatever the fuck it is that they do. If we're actually having fun, how much more fun could we then have as a result of that fun? You mm-hmm. know, I feel like fun is kind of exponential. Yeah. There's no limit kind on of, fun. Kind of, it's no. <laughs> yeah, but there's no limit on fun. And for some reason, we believe that there we, we're only allowed like a certain amount of fun in our lives and we have to like spread it out so that the lives aren't like the worst they could possibly be. When actually, who decided there was a limit on fun? Once we've pulled ourselves out of hiding, right? Once we've eschewed the rules and decided, you know, I'm just going to like live my life for Mm. me. It doesn't have to be that messy. There is a way to remain dignified in it all. Okay, just checking. (laughs) (laughs) Because being dignified is maintaining and speaking your truth. And that is, of course, being your most powerful self, whatever that is. It's the knowing, earning, expressing. (laughs) 
<laughs> so in the end, what we're expressing is love, right? So I'm going to have to, sadly for you, here we go again. What is love in season 10 is not okay. the same as, the, as love in season three. Oh, we're defining love today. We did it in the previous episode. The last time we recorded, I gave it. And then it was super snooze for you. So we're going to like... Oh, uh, yes. Clearly, it really imprinted on my brain. <laughs> You're like, oh, we're going to redefine love. I'm like, but we already did. Okay, so remember, love, shining our light for all to see. And experience mm. is then also, in the expanded version, breathing the divine in the and true unadulterated passion for the world and its inhabitants. Okay. So snooze, right? No, I think that's more fun. Okay, because we added passion to it. Yeah, because I think it's just like we're shining our light for our, it's source and be sourced. Yeah. Annoyingly to use those phrases, but it's sourced source, and sourcing. Source and it's it's sourced, sourced and, and sourcing. Yeah, it's source. It's, it's like sauce and like I know. But it's it's I'll try again. It's source and sourcing, right? So mm-hmm. I'm shining my light, but that light is being reflected back to me. Hmm. So I just have this passion and this love, not only for myself because I'm enjoying and my power and all of that, mm-hmm. but I'm also loving like the world and the people in it. And I just have this yeah. passion for my life and passion for what I'm seeing. Yeah. So it becomes again a relationship with our world, it does. which is sourced and sourcing. Yes, exactly. And I think... You can't see my hands, but they're going around in circles. <laughs> yes, they are. She's very animated today. So, and that's exactly it. And so when you are connected to the all in that respect, right? When you just understand, you're like, oh my God, you're just about to lose me with the all. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh God, can we just dial it? I was like, just take it back. I want to just swallow those words. Just no, swallow going, those going, words. Going, going. But I was like, okay... But that's precisely it. It's what you had. (laughs) It's precisely what you had said before, which is, and it drives us to share. Yeah. And that is so key in 5D is the more we have, the more we want to share it. Yeah. And, you know, I think about. But that's what true joy is, not lack joy. No. But it's not even joy this time. It's that love. And once you really tap into it, so you have both the breath and the depth experience. And that's what leads us to bliss. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.